Oh, that's a tremendous looking trophy. Okay, Kieran. Tell me your big, you're gonna kill me plan. Well, then. it is still in motion currently. Have you played the world famous game, Mousetrap? As in <laughs> the board game? Yes, the board game. Is there yes. any other? Currently, I don't know. There's probably a fucking mobile game. Yeah, okay. I've, mal- I've played Mousetrap and watched the classic movie. Okay. Yep. Do not look outside, but currently my minions will be assembling a giant version of Mousetrap by your house. I don't know if you're trying to, how dumb you're trying to make me sound, but ma- mouse traps work because mice are quite low on IQ scales. But it's like there's a whole system. This isn't like a little. There's like you gotta wait for like the what's ball the th- to roll. What's the thing? It's a contraption. Yeah, what's, it's like a, it's a what contraption. What is the thing in it that's attracting me then? But you, like, what's the uh, the Vita Two's there? There's <laughs> you like, Vita Two. There's like a book of world justice. There's like you know a whole <laughs> bunch of things that you just you're just gonna be attracted to and walk over and then. Bam. Your two go-to references for jokes are Vita 2 and A Book of Justice, which is like the most on-the-nose <laughs> SJW joke. <laughs> Vita 2, SJW. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Dylan hosting Platinum Explosion, the number one PlayStation podcast in the Oceanas where Kieran's trying to kill me with Vita 2s and Books of Justice. That sounds like something Bruce Wayne would like have in his house and brood over in the afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> Other than trying to kill me, how are you, Karen? Uh, I am fantastic. I'm a bit ashamed that this is still a PlayStation podcast, but we shall keep going. I mean, you can just set your hopes and dreams on one day having. An you can Xbox always just one. do your own <laughs> Xbox show. Just be like, no, that sounds like a lot of effort. I'd rather just take. The he's thing. like, who wants to be on it? Everyone's like. I'll I be on your PC show. Dylan's already. I'll, I'll I'll take the thing that Dylan's already got established, and then rebrand it because that sounds horrible. It works. Nicholas Pryor, Dylan Blight. You, you're basically a PC. He's just a PC, PC. gamer now. Is this? You're yeah, just basically a PC gamer these days. To be fair, I was a PC gamer before my old PC stopped working. Like, are we just have we got an escape from Tarkov topic here today, or? Yeah, that, that's uh, numbers one to ten on my game of the year <laughs> list. If they if they ported Escape from Tarkov to PS4, would you play it on PS4? Yeah, probably. I don't know how to work on PS4 because there's that many fucking buttons. That <laughs> there's not that many on the controller. Yeah, you could have an Xbox controller which has paddles, which I will display here. Here, I do you have do. an Xbox you have controller one. that has Let's paddles. Let's hook it up to your PlayStation. And I do. Disappear. I don't How do you do it? Dick. I'm sorry. Oh, that's it a shame. Because that's a wonderful controller. It is a wonderful controller. controller. You see, we're talking about... It makes me upset that... It makes me upset the PlayStation hasn't capitalised on... Oh, you mean like of that. the 10 Pro controller bullshit va- Razer yeah, variants what, that put out? Yeah, why do you put fucking... And the worst thing about them exactly. all is that they're all wired. Exactly. None of them are wireless. I don't want to buy a Pro controller and have a giant cable sticky out of it. No way. Well, I mean... On the scale of things I'm going to worry about Sony fixing, uh, putting out a pro controller is probably not on the the height of things, to be honest. Really? No, oh, no, no. no. Sony, fix your... Get your fix shit your, together. God, fix your infrastructure. I tried to download... Right, well, this, last this week. is a great segue, actually. Just pause your fucking okay. thing, because my first topic was Paris Games Week's coming up, and on PlayStation's Twitter last week, they put out a teaser that said, get ready for Paris Games Week. We've got... Big game announcements and other things 
updates coming. 2am Australian Eastern Standard Time. Halloween. Halloween. You can watch. You can watch. You can watch some Paris Games Week. What do you want from Paris Games Week, Kieran? Well, (laughs) funny you mentioned that. I want them to fix their infrastructure. Oh, so last week I wanted to play with with the beautiful guys over at Twitch.tv slash Explosion Now. I wanted to play um, Fortnite Battle Royale. And I, I normally my PS4 downloads everything really quickly. When I got home at like five o'clock, I just chucked on. It's like an eight gig game or something. I chucked it on. Every time the download got to four gigabytes, the game would just stop. It just stopped downloading. Be like, nah, not downloading anymore. Just going to sit here. And literally... I restarted it three times over the following hours. Restarted my PlayStation, did everything I thought of. Still, every time we got to like 4.4 gigabytes, it was like, nah, I'm done. I'm done. I'm just done. Sorry, man, you got... I'm like, it's so frustrating. I hate the store. The store just... It's so funny because I think it's just... I think this is simply like you're more... You use your Xbox more and you're more used to it. Because every time I go to use my Xbox, I have no fucking clue how to use that that whole console. I get lost. <laughs> I can't find what I want. I can't even... I want to look at Cuphead achievements the other day. I had to... I, I had trouble finding the fucking achievement screen. You click screen. the guide like, button click and then you press buttons. up three times and then there's the achievements. You don't even need to no. leave the game. I got lost. I couldn't even get there. I fucking open up the store. It's just like telling me the top rated and best of stuff. I'm like, where's the latest releases? How do I get this? There's another one that says latest releases. Look, is the Xbox Xbox store on the console the same as the Xbox store on PC? Yeah, it's pretty much the exact same thing. Because that is confusing as fuck. Yes! You you two are simpletons. You are simpletons. No. It is not a bad system. I'm not saying it's a bad system. I'm saying it is quite messy and confusing. Says the PlayStation and Store, where I'm like, oh, I've got to let the PlayStation Store to load. Look, you're complaining about load times. That's not confusing and messy. There is a difference. There's no, but once I get in there, I'm like, okay, this game just came out. It'll be in the brand new or popular section. Nope. You got a brand there. new and filter by no, release date. Was it? What Easy was I looking as. for? I was looking for something the other day. <sighs> Look, on my list of order of storefronts, of easy to use and understandability, my order is still going to be Steam, PlayStation, Xbox. Then Nintendo way lost. Nintendo. Well, Nintendo is. Nintendo's weird. Nintendo's not, It's got like yeah, the top 30 latest release and then it's a best of chart. And then that's. Yeah, other than that, you have to I know d- the title you're looking for. Their store's horrible. Like, if you if you think any of the other stores are horrible, it's like, why don't you have, like, a, a section promoting... St- it's just... It's... It's Nintendo. Anyway, uh, Nick. Dylan. PlayStation... Uh, Paris Games Week. Yes, it's happening. Anything you think... Anything you think would get announced there? Anything that would excite you? I think they're going to announce a game. Everyone's still screaming Bloodborne 2... Possibly. It's Halloween. I hope so. But that seems like more like a TGS type It does. Thing. It does. But I wouldn't put it past them. Maybe they do a Detroit uh, release date. Cool. Well, they, yeah, if they say big, they, if they say big announcements and updates coming soon, like a update would be a release date, I yeah. guess. In my opinion, I wouldn't want to see yeah. them release or announce another game of any sort, just because there is so many exclusive games in the PlayStation ecosystem that are all... You know, we've seen a lot of yet. They Most don't of them have release dates at the moment. Yeah, but uh, I just want them. 
Just put them out. Stop telling me that they're coming. They are coming. Yeah, but just put them out already and then tell me some new stuff. Give me... Show me what you got. Like, let me see what you got. I don't understand this complaint like, oh, you've been showing it too much. Like, I'm never at a loss to find a game to play. It's not like I'm hanging on waiting for this. No, we're not at a loss to games to play because all you play is Escape from Tarkov. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. Void. And Divinity 2. Point is invalid. (laughs) Um, I reckon they announced a Sucker Punch game. If there's it's announcements. Oh, really? You don't reckon that's PSX? I don't know. If there it's announcements, that's all that I can think of. The only thing that makes it's like the order, the order, whatever, 1884. Hey, they could come out and be <laughs> but like... But they supposed to do it at uh, E3. They could come out and say, hey, Spyro. Spyro remaster's coming. I don't oh. think that'd be a PlayStation thing. Why not? Yeah, I... No. Why wouldn't that be a PlayStation thing? Because I think they they capitalise on all the consoles at this time. Crash did as well. Crash is more, yeah, but Crash is more yeah, but related so is to Spyro in the original like in, in the original mind. ecosystem. It was Crash and Spyro. But for me, Crash isn't as big of a name. I mean, Crash Spyro isn't as big as the name. Yes. No, you said Crash. I meant Spyro. Just chop the bit where he corrected himself out, please, Dylan. He said Crash, folks. He just admitted that Spyro is potentially a better a better location. Uh, Spyro is a better game, games, I can tell you that much. Hell yeah, they are. They are I just want to... Just give it to me. Why does one have to be better than the other? Can't we have nice things, everyone? I didn't say that you can't have nice things. I'm just saying that Spyro is better. I don't know what I want from Paris Games Week. If they tease in big games I and mean, announcements... Oh, I, I do have my eyes set on that Bloodborne 2 announcement. That's that's a, out of all the games they could announce at the moment to get me excited, like something because it's not like any other game that's already coming up. Like it would fill an announcement slot in my head knowing that I've like that would be coming up in the next year or something like that when I've already got all these other genres and games and stuff like that. You know, it's like if they announce if there's too many first person shooters or open world games announced and someone announces another open world game, you're like uh, I don't really care. But also, the, like, also what I'm saying is, I would you prefer it to be, if they announce a game, would you prefer it to be a game that comes out next year or a game that comes out the year after? Because looking at the exclusive list for next year for PlayStation, that list is stacked. That list is so stacked already, so... But they, t- they had a really... They, PlayStation had a really slow start with PS4, like... Yeah. Um... Uh, of first party exclusive kind of stuff and they, they rid the c- first couple of years off third party stuff really um, so if they want to switch gears and just come out these last like if we're in the halfway point or heading towards the halfway point of this console life cycle if you want to look at it that way if they want to switch gears and all of a sudden just be like yep for the last the now that we're up the top of this hill on the way down we're just going to fucking own it for the next couple of years by having all first party yeah. games in my mind, like, we've won the first half of the generation and the last half, like, Xbox hasn't got any real exclusive it's coming out. Let's just hardware. fucking stomp him into the ground with exclusive us after exclusive. <laughs> <laughs> but that could be their thinking. Like, that could be their legit thinking. Like, it's time to switch gears. Let's just pummel the fuck out of them with yeah. the first party. Yeah, like, every, they think everyone's everyone that cares to have both consoles would have them now, but... Let's give them a reason to stick around on PlayStation instead of playing uh, third-party yeah. games on. I can see that being the other a, one. A viable. It's a good reason. It's a good medium. reason to save your punches, punches for this late in the game. Is to, 
Um, so you didn't run out of steam, um, which is good. Yeah. Um, yeah. Especially they didn't have to. Yeah. If they announced a... Uh, Something Star Wars, that'd be cool, but it'd be a weird place Just to do it. Anyway. make sure your games work. Don't Destiny 2 yourself. Like, all the problems that have been announced with Destiny 2 on PlayStation and the Xbox version aren't fine. Is a bit of a slap in the face to Sony. Like, make sure your stuff works. Do it right. Don't rush yourself. That's not their fault. I didn't see that much outrage. Oh, I've seen quite a bit. I've In the Destiny ecosystems, there's quite a lot of, hey, <laughs> crap does not work on PlayStation. This is bad. Well, <laughs> let's not start well. this fucking thing too. I want to, uh, slowly mentioning Star Wars. I did want to pop in that uh, I played a little bit of the Star Wars uh, Battlefront Two beta. Did you actually play some on what PC, Nick? Yeah, I did. I played like maybe half an hour. I got my taste of it. It's what, what I wanted. I didn't need to play more. Yeah. So yeah, the same as me. He was quite quite happy. Was there anything yeah. that stood out to yeah. you uh, from like people that played the first one that you'd say the improvements and stuff like that? Yeah, the class system definitely. That is, I love that. It's what detracted from the first game. Like, it was stupid having everybody running around with the same loadout, loadout. Where this one have different classes with defined roles like support or heavy, tanks and whatnot. Um, My biggest complaint is the crossed area here. Oh, really? This takes me out of the experience. Like having Ray and Darth Maul on Naboo, yeah. Like I don't having know. Ray it's there, not like, just, it's it's it's. I don't know. You're it just playing. Took me out of it with all the things of Star Wars in a big sandbox, and you're supposed to be just running around having fun. And when I'm in the Naboo Palace, running around as a fucking droid, and then I see Ray come around the corner and start like yelling about stream stuff, I'm not like taken out of the experience because, I mean, it's just it's just like fun it's it, it doesn't bother me it's i'm like i'm like this is not canon <laughs> no it's just, she wasn't like, born yet <laughs> yeah i know it just like was she maybe we're after different things but it takes me out of it but it was always the same in the original battlefront games too though like the i don't remember it yeah it was well, not as bad because like there's a huge generational gap i'm pretty sure each map had had its own hero like you couldn't play all the heroes on the same map on Battlefront 2, like, the Gavin map had Darth Vader and Luke Skywalker. Oh, really? And Maybe it was, like, the single-player stuff. You could, like, do whatever the fuck you wanted in bot mode or something like possibly, that. Possibly, yeah. Question but, um, yep. as yep. well for it. From my point, also, semi-playing Devil Advocate here. What makes Star Wars Battlefront not just, like, a space Star Wars reskin of Battlefield? Because that's what it often looks like. When you see the game, like, I didn't play the game, but I watched streams, and the menus, the play style, everything just screamed to me Battlefield. So what, what for you, makes the experience different from a Battlefield game other than it being reskinned to have lasers? The visuals, the sounds, just everything screams Star Wars to you. You don't think about anything else while you're playing it. Yeah. Okay. It is I- the most authentic Star Wars, like, video game and they've see. built they've built on the first one. This one's a lot more prettier. Like I saw yeah. I saw a story up on like Kotaku or Polygon or someone like that just before hopping on to record this that was like I'm obsessed with the leaf the leaves in the uh, the, the Battlefront beta beta and yeah, I was like I saw yeah that I agree because there's like at the start of the Naboo map it's like especially if you're playing as the droid you start outside 
and there's like all these civilians that just go like running and screaming as you're like marching in as the bad guys and there's like all these pretty leaves just leaves just flowing across the the battlefield as you march in as a droid um and i sh you can shoot the fuck out of civilians you can't kill any but i still just chased them across the whole map like pew, 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 die i'm a fucking droid like yeah! <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah no it just it just screams like there's no way there's no way it that's a to me it doesn't feel anything like any other shooter like i wouldn't get it confused with call of duty or battle um battlefield or any other first person shooter because of the music because of the characters because of the thing and then like even the guns and stuff like that it's like that's obviously a star wars gun to me that's obviously a star wars gun and you could be like or oh, how are star wars guns different from other sci-fi shooter guns and to me, they are way different because I know the names of a lot of them. And you could show me that and I'd be like, well, that's Han's shooter. That's like the, the and you know, like like the the droids that the, the guns are a lot different to stuff. Like there's part of it, the the character designs. And, the, and not to mention the fact that you can come around a corner and Darth Maul will shoot, like stab you in the side with a lightsaber. You're not getting in that in most of a multiplayer sci-fi shooters. Um, but yeah, I reckon the, the beta was great. The one thing I'd say for people who, um, like me who actually enjoyed the, uh, the space battle mode, whatever it was called in the original game. Like I, I remember people being like, it's not, it's not very, it's boring. Like there's not much to do. I'm like, I'm having, I don't know, I'll, I'll play every map for a chance to get in the Millennium Falcon cause it's cool as I'll fuck. So I played a fair bit of it. They've changed the controls in this For one. me, it, like I didn't hate the Starfighter battles in the last Battlefront, like, to me, it just seems like pretty much the same thing, but just in space as opposed to on planetary. The space battles no, they... were my favourite part of Battlefield 2, of Battlefront 2, um, where the space battles were so much fun. It's not like that. Yeah, it's not like that, though. Like, it's just you're controlling the fighter. You can't dismount on the other ship and start attacking it. Oh, like really? You oh, in that Battlefront. That yeah. Um, yeah. The new, they've added more, like, in this one, they've updated them a bit. And I hope they do more of it. Like you're not just like two two ships that play very much the same. They've got like different ships, and yeah. the ships have loadouts now. And the, the bombers and the it's the, the ships are harder to control. Like they've changed the control scheme, so you have to learn a bit more. But it also makes it more fun. They feel more. They don't feel as arcadey. I guess I think the first one felt a bit arcadey. Um, I want a um. A, like a toggle where you can play on only servers where everyone's in cockpit view because I feel like I want to play in cockpit view because I want the immersion, but you're at a disadvantage because yeah. nobody well, else that's the is same doing it. I always, I always think that when I was playing like racing games online and I'm like, oh, I'm in cockpit view yeah. and people in third person view, I feel like have a an advantage. So it's a similar thing, I suppose. Um, what are you shaking no, your head great. for? <laughs> You, you and your like your like your first person locked in modes. That was like your biggest thing when we talked about player unknown. I just want to play on like yeah. the first person only. I do. <laughs> I like my immersion in video games. <laughs> um, all right, moving on to the next story. Let's talk a little bit up something Kieran's alley a little bit. Let's talk a little bit about Cuphead <gasps> sub subsidedly, not the game in general. Oh. But I want to talk about the, the story that's been happening the last couple of weeks because we never touched on it. But another story came out this week and I'm like, oh, fuck it, let's talk about it. So there was that whole uproar about that that um, that game reviewer who was so terrible at the game and everyone gave him shit, <laughs> like abused him online and stuff. If you've seen the video, I'm pretty sure everyone's it's seen really the video. It's really bad. It went around Twitter like a crazy fucking person. 
But I want to ask the question because there was another there was another video that went up this week. It's like someone beat uh, Cuphead on a DDR map in 26 minutes. It's like get good. Oh, <laughs> that's uh, I tagged you in that yeah. thing. So then I was like, well, if someone could beat it on a Dance Dance Resol- <laughs> Revolution map, somebody's beaten Dark Souls on a Dance Dance Revolution map. Yeah, like. exactly. But people see that. I look in the comments, and people are still bringing up that game critic. Like, well, he fucking sucks even more now because someone can beat it on this map. So yeah, I was just going to ask, what does everyone think about this whole this whole thing? And like, should critics? <laughs> uh, uh, should critics be able to beat hard games like Cuphead by default, or like shouldn't shouldn't it really matter? No, no way. A, 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 a person's ability to play the game shouldn't affect their ability to judge it. Like just because they can't beat it doesn't mean everybody else that ever's going to play it is going to beat it. Like some people are going to have that experience though, and it's going like, to align with you, his review. Say if you find the game too hard that it stops you from progressing into the game deeper, how as a reviewer then do you provide information about the later portions of the games that you might not be able to get to? I think you can... Well, a review is just your opinion on what you've Well, a lot of people... Like, there's no disclaimer that you have to beat the game. It's not to have to beat the game, but you have to... Like, a lot of people go to understand the games and if you're... I guess it's not like a it's not a require requirement, but if if people go to a reviewer and all they hear is you know, first few levels are kind of hard. Yeah, I don't really know anything about the rest of the game, and you're like, well, that's why you got to take it honest on yourself, not to just go to one person. You need to go to multiple different sources and get no, which you do, uh, but at the same time, just like playing devil's advocate for a reviewer shouldn't if from a reviewer's point of view you need people to be checking your reviews. If you get a reputation for not providing a full coverage of a game, then you're not going to be doing your position as a reviewer. If I can't beat a game, I'll, if I'm personally reviewing and I can't beat a game, I'll say that I can't beat it and it's too hard. Like, that's my opinion. And that's, in the end, all a, a review is, is an opinion. Okay. In, um, in Cuphead's, if using Cuphead as an example, and I don't think it's the same for all, every game, but if Cuphead is the example and you like make it to, let's say you make it to World 2, it gets a lot harder at World 2 compared to World 1, like me and Kieran know this. Yeah, definitely. It's, it's, if you can get to that stage and you're like, cool, I've put, a, I've put a decent amount of time into this. I know what this game is. There's this world. There's another world. All it is is fucking bosses. Do I really need to experience all the bosses to be able to have a say on like yeah. the game's mechanics when it's, Basically the same mechanics put up against different walls and if they're the bosses, like learning how to fight them differently. In in this example, I don't think you should need to beat Cuphead to be able to review it because it's very much the same same kind of game the whole way yeah. through. It's like, in my mind, like as an example for myself, like if I had to review Super Meat Boy, I wouldn't be able to finish it. I'd say that... This is the mechanics leading up to this point. This is the difficulty level. This is what you can expect going forward. Like, it's not going to yeah, get any easier. Yeah, but I think you still have to have a certain like standards of, like, of gaming ability to get there. Like, that reviewer couldn't even make it past the tutorial. Like, that reviewer... how did, He how, wasn't reviewing the game, to be fair. He wasn't? Like on, no, 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 no. Oh, he was so, just testing it? Oh, okay. Do you know the Do you know the full story? Like, the, I feel so sorry for the dude. So I, thought it was, he, I thought he was a reviewer. That's my biggest... He is a reviewer. 
But like what that footage from is like from a demo event or something like that where he was capturing it and he, he, he was just terrible at the game and he published the, the video thinking people would laugh would with him, not at him. Like, him yeah. So he puff, published that video intentionally being like, oh, look at the, the funny stuff I've got here. It's quite, it's quite amusing. What the fuck happened there? Still on froze. Well, welcome to pleasure with to Platinum Explosion. Today, today I killed Dylan. Uh, at this section of the show, welcome Nick. Welcome to the real show. This was like the that was the fake show before my mouse trap worked, and Dylan is dead. <laughs> you actually killed hope, Dylan. Uh, you know, it's a bit like the Joker and the Batman right now. I'm I'm feel kind of sad. I'm kind of lost without Dylan. What what have I done? How did I? How did I lose him? I'm just have to make. Who's the Nightwing? I feel like the Nightwing is Ashley Hobley. I think Ashley is the Nightwing here in this situation. But nevertheless, audience members, we will continue the discussion. Nick, 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 how do you feel about the updates contained in PlayStation Update 5.0? To be honest, I don't. I haven't really read it. All I remember is the. 1080p, 60 FPS. Fine. And and yeah. with like there was the big thing about the the Witcher three got the PlayStation Four Pro. Do you have a Pro? I do, do have a pro? pro. Does that update do. really entice you in playing the game some more? Uh, maybe. Not at all. No. If I if I was to play it again, I'd play it through. On the PC. On the PC. Okay. So what you're saying is. Yeah. Only because I have, I only because I have the other two, and I, if I wanted, I'd play through okay, so all three. What I'm saying is, in one we go. change the format of this game to be every Steam achievement counts. Oh no, it didn't work. No, my mouse trap failed. Oh no. My fucking no. god. <laughs> who did who who um did Nick did Nick did it fuck up for Nick because he was yeah behind, no it like knocked. It? In, like messed up for both of us and you were frozen. So Nick and me kept the show going. I hope you're still recording. I'm still recording. I didn't stop recording. Okay, cool. I'll fix it. It's fine. The fuck was I talking about? I'll continue talking about it. How you felt I'm sorry for it all out depending on what the fuck you said. You'll have to listen in to find out. Because I was like, I can just fix it. I can just like fucking continue what I was talking about. Oh, the guy. Right, the guy. The guy. The poor guy. The cuphead guy. It was him, like, trying to jump, but you had to jump and dash. And I will oh, admit, yeah, okay. yeah, I will so admit he recorded, it didn't explain he, it. He rec- yeah, he, was, he recorded all this video. Uh, he had the footage. He was like, this is pretty funny. I'll upload it in, like, a self-joking way. Like, people will laugh with me at how bad I am at this game. Ha, ha, ha. Uploaded it thinking people would find it funny. Instead, people were like, you suck. You should be fired. Why you work in the industry? <laughs> but he was like, I know I'm bad at this game. I'm not good at like these games he's like I, f- I fucking suck at like any sort of platforming-esque thing um and everyone was just like i don't know you know it always escalates it's like the dude's getting like death threats and like he should be fired and all this other sort of shit and it's just like for fuck's sake like no wonder people like the gaming industry is full of like a bunch of fucking like internet trolls and babies still it's like because it is it is sadly yeah, why, it is. that's every community though it's just more prominent in the fucking I don't think it. I don't think so. Like movie and television, I wouldn't say have the same kind of community. I would. Have you been on movie forums? No. 
I'm not a nerd. Yeah, you are, you fucking nerd. (laughs) (laughs) Um, The other thing, did you see see today uh, there was a screenshot of the review copy for uh, Mario Odyssey and there's actually a setting called Game Journalist setting where um, it actually said, like, there was a Game Journalist setting. I don't know if it was true or not. It might have been fake. This sounds fake. It sounds fake. Because Nintendo's been putting casual... Nintendo has been putting just, like, baby mode into all their games. I think it was fake. I'm going to say it was fake now that I I think about it. But it was like, you know, it puts arrows into the right location. It's like to point you in the right direction and you'll come back a lot quicker if you fall. Yeah. I remember a couple years ago, like... I don't know if it was around the same time, or it must have been around. Yoshi's Woolly World was the first game I remember where they're just like, or even like New Super Mario Brothers or something like that had like super easy mode where it's like you can die however many times you want and you'll just get brought back to life. Like you won't run out of lives. It's just like you'll respawn wherever you die. Like Yoshi's Woolly World had the same thing. It's like just casual as old fuck mode. Um, so Nintendo's been adding these modes for ages. Um, I know like Metroid has one as well now, I think, like the one that was just out on 3DS. They're just like, if you don't want to challenge at all, which to me, I'm like, I don't know why you play a game uh, for zero challenge. That sounds pointless, but each to their own. And at least Nintendo's, I don't know, it doesn't hurt to have it, I guess. Whatever. It doesn't, I wouldn't play on these modes. Uh, it's called girlfriend mode. That is sexist, Nicholas. And... <laughs> <laughs> I have nothing else to say. No, you can tweet you... at Lord Empire if that comment angered you. Uh, you can tweet at the um, Gearbox guy that come up with it. Who the fuck come up with that? Oh, uh, Cliff Blazinski. Blazinski? Uh, yeah. No, I don't know. I don't know. The Terrible guy that people. runs Terrible. Gearbox. Oh, Gearbox. Uh, it was for uh, Borderlands uh, or something. He Randy called it Girlfriend Pitchford. Mode or something like that. That's the one. Of course, his Son Course Son of a bitch. Um, yeah, so I don't know. Cuphead, should game reviewers have to finish it? No, Humongous. I don't think so. Um, it's an interesting thing. Like I, and this is my, my follow-up question was going to be for people who have been hearing a lot about Cuphead, what would a PlayStation game... Do you think there's any PlayStation games you could recommend in its place, Kieran? Super Meat Boy. That's the go-to, isn't it? Another game, I, I, I didn't finish fucking Super Meat Boy, I'll tell you that. <laughs> Wait, were you asking me a question? Yeah. What? What is a PlayStation game you could recommend for people that want to play Cuphead but don't have an Xbox or a PC? Well, if you if you have a PC, like, no matter what, even if it's a potato, you could play Cuphead, apparently, so... If you don't have a PC If or you don't Xbox, have a PC, I'm impressed you're listening to us because, obviously, you're doing it through a phone or something, but... That's not that whatever. impressive. That old. Whatever. Who the fuck is downloading Just... the files, copying them over to, like, an MP3 that's why. player? That's right. <laughs> Do you realise how stupid that sounded as you said it? Like, was that one of those things where... <laughs> well, you know. Somebody somebody in, like, some third world country is probably ripping our podcasts onto disc and handing them out. I fucking dream that's a thing. <laughs> no, no, it's like vintage style. They have, like, a tape recorder set up against their computer and they're just, like, they'll press play at the same time and record a tape. Oh, my fucking God. <laughs> My answer is I don't know. <laughs> Does somebody need a floppy disk, do you reckon they just like... like <laughs> How 
How many zip drives? How many zip disks do we need to uh, put Does our episode on? Does the explosion network mean something else in other countries? No. Oh my god. Why is it? <laughs> I personally listen to Platinum Explosion on UMD. <laughs> <laughs> oh, horrible. Why you make me you make me spit on in my fact, fucking fucking I think I saw Bevan on the wall in the cave in Iron Man <laughs> fucking hell health and safety <laughs> We've gone for long enough, I swear. We haven't. (laughs) Oh, fucking God. All right, my suggestions were going to be the Mega Man Legacy Collection or uh, like Shovel. Actually, no, sorry. I'll I'll go back. I'll say Crash Bandicoot. Do it. You reckon? Yeah, I think Crash Bandicoot. From, if you don't believe me, go back and watch what some of our viewers on Twitch have said is our most rage-filled stream. Go watch Dylan play Crash. I don't know. I was watching Jack the other night. I think I was beaten. (laughs) (laughs) If you can help Jack with Ruiner, please send help. (laughs) Send help. He needs you. Alright. Moving on. Let's talk about... Uh, topic of the week. We're making it one year on from PlayStation VR. And Kieran's here. We've got to sell him. We've got to sell him on it. Yeah, good luck. Me and Nick. Good luck. Discuss. Because I think it came out on like... I think it came out on like the 11th or like... Oh, no. I think it was you out You said like it was time. like the 13th the other day. 13th. Said. Okay. 13th, yeah. So it'd be this week. So this is... Yeah. On, I'm on fucking time. 13th perfect, or the 14th. One of the two. Perfect timed episode. Main question is... One year on, do you regret your purchase of PSVR, Nick? No. That's impressive. Because a while ago, you were very much regretting it completely. I was. What's changed? More games. <laughs> I don't, is there enough games, though? Well, that's There's enough I to counted me up. over. I went on Wikipedia... The source for all correct information. Yep. Um, and I just searched for a list of PSVR games. I counted them. And I think there was like 200 and something, 220-ish, 250-ish, I think. Games and experience. That's why like, let me clarify. Not all games. Games and experiences. Titles so available you, you, for PSVR. If you yes. were... Would you get 20 to 30 if you went through them? And listed the ones twenty to thirty that are actually worth buying a PSVR for. Could I list twenty to thirty games? That Every PSVR playing? game I have bought, except for maybe one, has been but, worth. But how many, many? How many games have you bought for it? I haven't counted. <laughs> I'd say fifteen to twenty. I'd reckon. Dylan, mm, mm, how many do you think you've you've? Bought that you recommend to people for for it? I reckon I could recommend somewhere between ten to fifteen. Ten to fifteen? I don't think ten to fifteen games is enough for me to buy. Um, a I reckon ten to fifth, ten to fifteen great experiences. There's a lot of stuff on it that I enjoy, but not enough to use as a like selling point. If that makes sense. Like I've I've talked about enjoying VR U, uh, YouTube videos and 
that sort of stuff, like just VR videos quite a lot, and I, I've used it a lot for that stuff. That's not really a selling point to a lot of people, though. No. And I've, I've spent a lot of time watching that sort of stuff. Uh, people want the games. All right, let's just start tracking around some games, then, that should be uh, recommended. Do you have a li- Did you make a list of, like, your favorite yep, ones? It's all Dick? up here. Of course it is. Course every it time, is. <laughs> every 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 time, it's like I, I never even asked him to make a list because I'm like, he won't actually make a list. Like it's, <laughs> <laughs> he won't actually put pen to paper or anything like that. All right, I'll no, chuck one up straight away that I know list. will be on your on your list. Super Hot VR. Correct. Why and why is this? Because you, it's, it's a good yep, game. But above above that. <laughs> <laughs> It's the most fun I've had in a VR game, in my opinion. Like, you get so into it, like, dodging, picking stone off, throwing it, shooting here, shooting there. And it's just like a pu- like a puzzle you got to get through. It, it's... Oh, I don't know how to explain it any better than that. Like, it is so immersive and... Uh, it makes me feel like I'm in Minority like Report, like actually, because I kept doing, like... When I'd want to, like, jiggle forward time a little bit, because it's... if. Yeah, I just like to w- oh, yeah, wiggle yeah. my hand yeah, in the air like this just to, to make time go forward a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Or like twitching your neck that like or a fucking, just fucking psycho. Move my head side um, side. But yeah. <laughs> make sure you make sure <laughs> you, you snort some tape before you are, It's basically PSV. a puzzle shooter game where you're in first person with a gun and you have to take out all the enemies, but time doesn't move unless you move. And so the enemies don't move unless you move, which means you have to actually dodge bullets and stuff like that. But sometimes you could be aiming in the right spot, but a, you know a guy's like moving. He's gonna he's gonna walk into it any second now. So you just like wiggle your hand back and forth, like you like re like fast forwarding time. Like, bang, shoot, dead. Or you fire your bullet and then just like as the to get the bullet to um, speed up and hit him. Yeah, or you fire there because you know some guy's gonna walk into it. Then you move and then yeah. fire up so there. So super hot VR would be on the list of great. It games. is. Uh, yeah, I never played it. Oh, I definitely. still played it even though it's free. So I should actually finally check it out. But rigs. Riggs, I think, is the most... Um, I had a lot of fun with it. My only problem was... I don't know if it was something I was doing wrong, but I could never find an online game. But single player was fantastic. It is the most polished PSVR game that I've had. Like, just the visuals and the interface and the way it moved and everything just felt... Yeah, well, so AAA the, for PSVR. They kept doing these damn like esports events when they were like showing it off and stuff like that. So yeah, they wanted it to be a lot bigger than I, I think it's. It was it was a really bad for, decision for them to make this game and try and do some esports VR game like straight out the gate. I was like, this is never yeah. going to happen. But I yeah. honestly just give it a go. Like play through the single player a little bit. Like. And that's the way it moved. It's just, I don't know. I haven't felt anything like it in PSVR that like that well, that good. Um, you're a huge fan of Arizona Sunshine. I am. I stopped playing it because I got scared. Holy shit! Really? Was that the reason you stopped? Now I yeah. want to play this game more. There's a section where you go through mines and it's like pitch black and you have like a. Uh, you have the gun in one hand and a torch in the other and you don't know where they're coming from and I just got so worked <laughs> up. Like, yeah, this doesn't even sound that. like something that could be that scary. Every time I looked at the thumbnail image it, like, um, like for it on the store, it's like really colourful. I'm like, oh, it's like, a, it's like a fun zombie game. Like it's just like yeah. an arcade one or something. It is. 
I I want to I want to buy a PS VR yeah, so do I, aim controller I just to play it with it. But I don't want to do. buy far. I've just point. been waiting to get it like cheaper <laughs> than retail price. I still really want to play that. Yeah. And I still really want to get one of those guns to play games like um, Arizona and stuff like that. But I'm just like I don't want to pay your price tag. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Arizona sounds fine. Talking about shooting games, I'd, I'd, I doubt you checked out Until Dawn, Rush of Blood. No, I did. I played the Two demo. Yeah. You did? Okay, I've well, played, I played that. Have you? Where'd yeah, you play? I played it with friends. Um, it was alright. It was pretty good. Did you finish it? Uh, no, I didn't play it for that long. I just played through a couple of different levels. Um, okay. Some levels were scary. Yeah, it frightened me. Shit, yeah, it scared though. the fuck out of me. The first time <laughs> going through it, it scared me. Like, each subsequent one, you're like, oh, yeah, I know where that's coming from. I'll shoot that, shoot that. Yeah. Reload here. It's um, I reckon it's a lot of fun. I don't think it's like a great game, and it's definitely not like a selling point. But if you, it's in no. the, it's in like the list of games because of its cheap price tag, especially now because it would be like way cheaper. But it's, uh, its retail price was like twenty five bucks, and it's like an on rails shooter. But I think it works so well because you're in a car, and if you're sitting in a chair, like I played on my computer chair, like just sitting on it, and like leaning back and forth and it's probably not best to lean away from the mic yeah, but, getting into um, it. if you're like leaning back and forth you like kind of get into it because you're in a roller coaster thing anyway and the jump scares got me every fucking time especially because it was one of the first VR games I, I played it was like um, really uh, susceptible to easy scares I think as VR games continue and people will continue to make horror games because it's a really great format for horror games um they will they'll have to get better at making scares for the system because people it's like with movies these days it's like i one of my complaints about it was i'm like it was too much reliant on jump scares and i never got scared watching that movie because i've i've watched a lot of horror movies so it wasn't doing that much for me um but jump scares in vr at the moment is still like a new medium so it's it's still getting me but down the line i think people have to get smarter but for now they could really go like in the deep end with like psychological stuff and stuff that simulate happening. In awesome. your head I'm really looking forward to that impatient because I'm like, is it just walking yeah. around an asylum getting creeped the fuck out like with weird stuff happening and just like it's more of a psychological experience than a boo like big scary things to shoot and whatever else and stuff like that. Speaking of horror, you'd be remiss not to pick up Paranormal Activity. You hated it. <laughs> I did. It's shit. Avoided at all costs. <laughs> I mean, you can read my review on explosionnetwork.com slash reviews. Uh, Batman Arkham VR is obviously one of the go-tos that a lot of people chuck around. It's fucking fantastic. I, I, I still, I want to play it again like because it's been so long and because it's such a short experience. That is the type of game that I would just play again because it's like, I'm fucking Batman and you feel yeah. like fucking Batman. <laughs> like You do. And it, it's so well realized, like it ties into the, the stuff. Arkham so games well. with the visual style and everything so well. I think that's one of the things people didn't point out enough, like um, when I've heard people talk about this. You can play this if you've never played any of the Arkham games and you've like watched Batman movies and you just want to enjoy it. Sure, you will not understand or fully grasp the story in this unless you've played all the Arkham games. Yeah, you'll get a whole Because it is basically Arkham yeah. 4, I guess. I believe it's... Ca- I'm pretty sure they said yeah, it's Yeah, it is canon. canon. It was made by them and whatever, so... Yeah. Um, but it was... Yeah, that's really interesting. And it's just the fact that, like, I lost my shit the moment I realised... And this is one of my go-to VR stories. Was, like, the moment I stopped looking down to grab yeah, my gadgets... Yeah, and you just go down. Like, because... Yeah, because, like, when you're first getting used to VR, every time you, like, look down to your side and be like, grab yeah. 
grappling gun. So I can look down, grab, battering, look back up. But then eventually your mind just clicks. And the first time I just like was like, ching, ching, and like didn't even like look down and just pulled out a battering, threw it at something. like, fuck. Yeah, when when you're in the back cave doing the battering challenge and you just fucking go. Yeah, like a maniac. And this is one, yeah. of, the, this is one of the games that like you can play sit down or standing up. And I definitely suggest... Um, yeah. Oh, you got to yeah, play it standing up. Don't sit down. It's the full yeah. fucking experience. It's great. So Batman is a fucking great one. And one of my favorite ones, this is probably, probably one of my top five uh, VR games would be Res Infinite. The, oh, I never played The that. VR update port. I don't know what you'd call it. So it's just a VR version of Res with an added level and some other things added to it. But it's it's... It's an on-rails shooter where you're like a in a Tron world, like a pixel thing world, and it's got this sick soundtrack, and you just shoot a bunch of stuff, and then there's a boss at every level and stuff like that. But in VR, playing it and just like looking around the world with the headphones on and stuff like that, it is as as immersive as oh fuck to play. And all the main levels from the game are on rails. The the level they made specifically for the VR one is like open open level you kind of like have to look where you want to go and you walk like move yourself around it's fucking sick so res is definitely one um super hypercube i only played the demo of that but i really loved that from what i played super it's hypercube. the one where you're the oh, blocks the, and you got to move it around the tetris one the, i'm yeah. fucking terrible at it I've, i brought it really like it great idea like really really smart idea for for vr and um enjoyed playing it played it for short periods because i would start losing horribly after only getting so far and then look at like high scores and be like i fucking hate everything about this game because i'm terrible at it (laughs) (laughs) fuck there's a few there's a few i want to mention there's um uh playstation worlds that uh london heist one that that's fantastic like the other ones are fine but london heist is where it's at um there's another one called Lethal VR, which is basically just a shooting gallery. But when you're actually in there handling the guns, shooting, throwing knives and stuff, like it's something I've never really experienced before. And it's doing it. That's a lot of VR, though. I mean, it's hard to explain without actually. It's hard to explain without doing it. <laughs> yeah, just a simple, th- just a simple thing of being in a shooting gallery. Which you think it is, is yeah, yeah. boring as fuck in a normal video I played, game, um, but in VR, it's Eve a hundred times better. Valkyrie or something like that, which is just a turret shooter, which if it was a normal game... Oh, no, no, that was uh, okay, Gunjack. Gun yeah. Oh, Valkyrie's the normal game. Uh, yeah. Gunjack, which is just a turret yeah. shooting game, which if it wasn't VR, I'd be like, why would I even bother playing this? However, in VR, I'm looking around, I'm in a turret system, it looks cool there's meteors flying at me ships and stuff like that it's basically like playing um star invaders or something like that but yeah it's vr vr makes old content it makes old concepts for games kind of new and exciting again for a while especially when you first jump into it you're like the most simplistic thing can be fun again because it's just like the added the added layer and stuff like that. Uh, I've talked about space, of course. Shout out to Battlefront's uh, X-wing mission, which is if you're a Star Wars fan, um, I would, I would honestly, if depending, if you're like, I am the biggest, I'm like ten out of ten Star Wars fan. Star Wars is my fucking life. I would be like, it's worth buying a PSVR just to play this. 
I, I felt justified with that. Like, it literally brought tears to my eyes. The, just being in that world and being fully immersed in it is just... The moment you go into... Incredible. Well, there's a couple moments, but... When you're first... Even when you're first in there and you're, like, teleporting around the X-Wing and you're getting in there, pressing buttons... Yeah, you can press all the buttons in the X-Wing before you actually start the mission, which is, like... Yeah. Like, what does this button do? What does this button do? Like, look up. Oh, what does it do? And they They all all work, work, yeah. And the targeting computer comes out and... (laughs) Um, but yeah, no, like the first time you go into hyperspace, you're like, holy fuck. You just, you see like the world wrap around you and VR and stuff like that. It's, it's hard to, yeah, it's another thing where you're like, you, you just don't know until you actually have experienced it, which is weird though. It's like a free add on for another game, but it is honestly one of the best, (laughs) it is honestly one of the best things for it. Um, playroom VR is one of my favorite things. For VR as well, which yeah, is Yeah, that was fun playing with Stacey. Yeah, that's like one of the... I think that's one of the go-to examples of a co-op, uh, a great co-op experience and stuff like that. And can it sh- it's all these really short mini games that show what VR could be used for family games and party games and that sort of thing. And it's got heaps of great examples of them. It's almost kind of like the Wii U, except for the gamepad, you got the headset. Basically, for yeah. like. Yeah. yeah, there's the cowboy one, which I cheated to get the trophies in. But the like how you're supposed to play it is, uh, it's uh, you're in the VR world and you're like first person shoot. You're supposed to shoot certain people in the saloon, but the person looking at the TV has to tell you which one you're supposed to shoot. So it'll be like you got to shoot the one with like the the mustache, the green hat, and like he's only got one boot on. And you're like in VR, like uh, oh that one, shoot that one. So it's like a cooperative, which I'm like that's a really cool. Um, how did you treat it? Hey? You just didn't win the VR. I unit? just like I just looked up. Like I had the I didn't have the headset pressed all the oh, way okay. in, so I could just like look up and down constantly and stuff like that. Um, oh, okay. If you'd like to be Dylan's my friend, you can tweet at Vivla Dill. Resident Evil Seven. I oh my god! This, finally, I was disappointed how long this took. This took so gonna, long to get to this, like the only yeah. game that makes you really want to get a VR last. unit. I still haven't played it, which I feel bad because I'm like such a big horror fan. But uh, Nick has. Tell yeah, me what. I played through the whole game in VR and most of the DLC that was released. It, like, you wouldn't think that it would work very well, but it works fantastically, even the shooting. Like, you're so much more immersed, like, when the monsters jump out at Yar and you're running away from the guy trying to kill you and whatnot. It's. It has revitalized Resident Evil in a way I was this really the game been or like the VR. Before. Do you reckon you would be as hyped on this game? Like, what would what's the difference if you the just VR. played this non VR? Would you be like, no, it was okay. Like, do you reckon VR? Oh, uh, it it would have got it. I played a little bit non VR, like, but it's a completely different experience. Being in VR just gets your heart racing. You're like, oh fuck! You're looking over your shoulder constantly. Yeah, it's. I honestly think it is an extra two and points that's the on the thing. scale. That's the reason I wanted because I have VR already played Resident Evil Seven, not- and I was hyped enough as it was for that game. But like, where does that VR experience take it to for me as a player? Is something I'd really like to find out because that game has some messed up stuff in it that I was just like, if that's up in my grill, like I don't don't know how I'd react. 
How'd you play it, Nick? He was just talking about having to quit yeah. the fucking zombie game because of minefields. It, it's, yeah, I, I don't know. It's different. Like, I was never, it was never pitch black. I could always kind of see what was going on as opposed to where in the mine, mines in Arizona where it's like dark as. Really? Surely it's like a dark house and everything like that, though. It is, but it's, there's still like enough ambient lighting. Interesting. Um, my final two shout outs was going to be Thumper which is like a uh, music horror game, which is, uh, which you're like, how's that even a thing? But it is like, you're like a on-rail, it's like an on-rail little car thing. And you're just like staring down this track and it's a rhythm game where like, it's got cool music and you have to like dodge stuff and press the right buttons at the right times on the track to make sure you don't crash. But by the time you get to the end of the level, there's like this boss and they're like fucked up looking grotesque looking weird things and the music's all really just off-putting sounding like it's techno electronic music but it's all dark and it's the way the colors and stuff so it's it's a weird game to play because you're like i'm actually kind of off-put feeling a bit weird like queasy playing this because it's but it's meant to be like that and um you can play it in non-vr i wouldn't play it in non-vr because after experiencing it in vr i'm like well it's it's just way better that way and my other one was going to be uh uh, fucking dirt. Um, whichever one that was three, I think. Yeah, four's a new one. Yeah, so dirt three, which they they released a VR patch for, and it's the it is the best car experience from all the car VR things I played. If you're like, look at Drive Club, no fuck Drive Club, you should play dirt. Yeah, my issue with Drive Club is that the fidelity was Drive Club made me feel enough. sicker too. Yeah, it's just everything looked fuzzy. Yeah, it was part of that. Yeah. yeah, for some reason, dirt got it right, and I would go around a corner too fast and like flip my car upside down and still not feel sick because it's just what felt better. I think it's because everyone at Evolution at that point is like, "Fuck this! Why would we care about this?" Yeah, I don't know. It's, it's, you just shut us down. Why? Why would we make <laughs> Friday afternoon special? It's a for good this. game to play in VR too. It's 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 the kind of game yeah. that made me I enjoyed want it in a, VR. Um, steering wheel setup and everything for the full experience. It made me pissed off that my PS3 steering wheel didn't yeah. work because no, you can't have <laughs> fucking support both consoles, can you? Um, because it's a, fucking it's not like an arcadey racer. It's the, you know, hard ride. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a sim racer, so it made me want like the full immersion on top of the VR and stuff like that. So I don't know how many games that was because I wasn't really counting, but that seemed like a, that seemed like a decent list. And if you're, if you're if you're listening, there are yeah, other games I can mention as like, yeah, like if you've got VR, like there's other games I'd suggest. Like if you was like, Dylan, I've got VR, like name a bunch yeah. of games I should get. I'd be like, well, this one's okay. This one's okay. That's kind of fun. But this was more of a, what are the great games on PSVR? And I feel like we mentioned yeah. a, a fucking decent amount then, like enough. There was a to, fair few. There's a fair yeah. few. It hasn't, it hasn't piqued my interest to spend $550 though. So. Yeah. Um, I think more games. The thing like is, Resident like, Evil. how much is yeah. enough though? I'll play, I'll I think. Play. Do you need more games like Resident Evil? Or do you only really need a couple games? Because it's like, I need like a I've couple, got my I've got my Switch that... and I've played like three, four games on it, and I don't feel like I've wasted money on it. No, that's okay. That's fair. That's a fair effort. I feel the same way about my Switch. So yeah, I think if there's a couple more games like Resident Evil Seven on the console that is actual, actually like a full game. Ace Combat's meant to be coming out. That's, that's a full AAA game. Yeah, but that's a bit... That's not... Yeah, that's a bit different. Like, I mean, like a full experience where, um, like, I don't... 
Say, the thing about Resident Evil was, no matter where you played Resident Evil, it was the same experience. Like, it was the same story, it was the same gameplay, it was... Like, there was a bit of different because it was VR, but it was overall the same game. It wasn't like... A lot of stuff like VR or other similarities like the Kinect was... A lot of games come out and they're like, yeah, but we, you can play it in VR, but the, and then it's just a watered-down version. I don't want a watered-down version of games. I want the game on the VR unit. That's fair. I, I, I feel I feel decent about. It. I feel like for the first year, it's it's new tech. It's uh, I would rate it. I think the first year is a success from everything we from we heard from Sony. They it, it was selling well and. It's sold decently. Like I, I don't think they're like maybe they're not as happy with its sales as they might want to be. But I think they're not disappointed. Like or they're angry about it. I was a little Sorry. scared for it when there was this dark patch where Sony did not talk about the VR. For that, that's where months. I wanted to. If they yeah, didn't that was when anything like two three months. E three. I was like, yeah, if they don't do anything good here, it's gone. Yeah, two three months where it was like nothing. I'm like, oh god, is this? Is this like Wonderbook again? Is this the Vita again? No, it's fucking not. Wonderbook got three, four games again. total. <laughs> yeah, but that's the, the thing. It already had games, but it's just... My... my. Before VR came out, I always said um, that what makes or breaks this system isn't how good or bad this system is. It's how well Sony supports it and pushes it. Because if Sony do what they've done previously, where they kind of put stuff out and then... You know, just kind of leave it there. You're like, eh, it's not going to do well again. So yeah. I always, I don't look at it as an add-on to my PlayStation. I always just consider it like my other, my other secondary system. So I look at it as an Xbox, as a Switch, something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and it's like games that you'll play on it, but like it's not your. Yeah, main it's like game it's console. my my PS4 is my main system always, and I just look at it as like just another system to back up. And if I look at the amount of games I've played in the year on it. And the experiences I've had, and how much I've used it, I am I'm happy. I'm I'm happy with my purchase. I, I have zero re- regrets at all, and I look forward to hopefully another year of, of good experiences. I hope they announce a bunch of stuff for PSX personally. Like, yeah, that's fair enough. If they, if I was going to show a bunch of stuff, I feel like it might be PSX anyway because it's more the audience, I suppose. I guess. Um, bunch of PlayStation fans at an expo probably own Sony's VR headset, um, or would be clo- more inclined to purchase one than the average E3 audience, I suppose. I'm glad they didn't save the stupid box thing as a like a Paris Games Week. Yeah, exactly. They could have saved that, but because they didn't, I'm like, mm, maybe we'll get some. You're going to announce their move updated controllers because that's the number one fucking thing I want at the moment. <laughs> yeah, have it combine that with the nunchuck controller for the move and like have, have fucking analog sticks on it for God's sake. Yeah, I think that's they ha- they have to be releasing an update for that. I think like I don't think they need analog sticks on it. I think I think they do. No, nah, because I think other um, VR systems work much better even without analog sticks. So they like I want movement. I want movement. Where I'm not the problem is the problem the is at the minute with VR and this stuff. The reason you teleport around the place is because it's of a sickness motion thing. It's motion sickness. It's not because. But I want the option. Not like I played through Tomb Raider with like full FPS movement, rigs, um, Resident Evil, all full like traditional controls. And fair enough, some people get sick, but there's also people that don't. Like there's no reason not to have both options there if you want it. 
Like the fucking I'd rather aim them, controller I'd rather has two and looks sick so you can do, do it. that system really well and then try and do two systems. But the thing is, these games that have that, they aren't half-assed either. They both work really well. That's up no. to the developer anyway, really, not Sony. Like, if Sony, if Sony puts analog, analog controllers on the controllers, that's, like, putting the option there for developers. And they've already done it anyway with the way. aim controller. But it's a lot of difference, even between, like, if you think of the technical difference between teleporting places and moving, like, physically having, like, you being able to move, the frame rate and the changes to that would be pretty different between the two. Yeah. Yeah, but Arizona Sunshine already do it well, and other games do it well. So. PSVR year two, let's kick it in. Can't wait for PSX, Paris Games Week. Something where they announce heaps of cool games. All right, let's uh, let's move into Mailchime. That's what is I'm that what it's called week. now? <laughs> no, Mailchime. Uh, we're continuing adding fucking uh, answering Michael C's questions this week. Before digital games, what was your game borrowing policy? I presume that means like because at the moment you could use someone else's account details uh, to log into their account. And share game libraries and stuff like that. You can do um, that digitally. You can. Even on P- you can. Even can? on back on wow. PS3 days, you could do all this wow. sort of stuff. Can you? Okay. Um, it's news to me. Uh, back. So, w- what was? Did you? Did anyone really care about? Did anyone? I. I mean, I never really borrowed games off people. Actually, I lent someone my brother's copy of Kingdom Hearts One, and he destroyed it. So yeah, I, never I had. I had trust problems, so I never lent out games at all. <laughs> and I was paranoid about putting all the discs back in the same fucking case. I, I was. My problem case, was so. that like I'd play a game, finish a game, and then go trade it in. And then me being a nostalgia nerd nowadays, I'm kind of like, I wish I hadn't done that. I wish I still had them here because for no reason. Like I'm excited to have. I'm really excited. Wait, wait, wait till you move out to your own place and you realize. Yeah, exactly. That's the thing. Once is, I move out, probably. But, yeah. but I'm also excited that I have this digital library that's gonna follow me around. Excited for that stuff. Uh, yeah, talking. I lent out. Um, I can't remember what the game was, but I lent out one game once. Um, went down to my friend's place the next day, or like next couple days, whatever it was. And like walk in, it's like sitting upside down, like the disc, like uh, like the front face bit is like. So they've tried to put the disc part up, so it's not like scratching on the surface, but it's just like sitting on top of their entertainment center. Is like so their sisters like change the the disc to put a movie in or something, and I was like. No. No, this is not okay. You've told the story before. I think I know this story. You've said this before. Have I? Yeah, you have definitely like on told podcast? us this story before. Or... <laughs> I think it was podcast contest because I can remember I can remember yeah. this exact conversation. Um, can I borrow yeah. you, Toby? But after that, guess what Dylan didn't do? Lend people your shit. Lend people fucking anything. That's right. Dylan, can I borrow your Blu-ray? No. Can I borrow your... No. Can I borrow your... No. Fucking hell! And then you get then you get known as like the the anal fucking person. Like, oh, I won't fucking scratch it. Like, you just obsessed. Like, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, you know what? You know what? <laughs> Fuck you! <laughs> um, but yeah, I didn't really borrow anyone's stuff. I remember back in the day, um, that I game shared once on PS3 with like people online. Like when when I when PSN first went up, I was like, I game shared for like fucking pain and flower and like something like that and someone else like logged into my account and like downloaded the couple games I owned um I wouldn't do that at all these days anymore because I'm like 
my fucking credit cards like tied to my account and all this sort of stuff but it was like all I had at the time was using PSN cards I suppose so I didn't look really at it care. this way it's not like PSN's ever gonna get hacked at the time they hadn't been <laughs> <laughs> what little I didn't know <laughs> Um, all right, let's wrap up with hashtag every trophy counts. There's only two games I was going to go over this week because there's not much popping up. Um, pop, pop. There's uh, Sonic Forces, if you care about that fucking game, which has 10 silvers. Cool. I'm, if you fucking care about Sonic. I don't actually know what this game is. I was trying to find out what it is. I'm like, is this the bad Sonic game for the year? Because everyone liked that other Sonic game. So is this the third person shitty one? It's got a bunch of weird characters that I don't remember ever being in a Sonic game in it. And uh, trophy link, let's get all the rings, get all the things. Call cool, it a Sonic game, enjoy that. The other one is a Vita game um, called Semispheres. It's like a puzzle. I was reading about it earlier in the week. It's like a, it's like a puzzle weird, like top down game. I don't really know how to describe it. You'd have to like look up a YouTube video, but it's it looks interesting and it's a, a Vita game, so of course I'm like, oh, I'm, kind of, I'm intrigued to look up this. But the trophy list also just looks easy as fuck. It's got, it's got 10 bronzes, uh, 10 golds, 3 silvers, and 1 bronze and a platinum, and all the trophies bar 1 are just numbers, so it's just like 1, 2, 3, 4, so I'm presuming they're for completing like worlds or something, like, or levels. Like, I don't know if it's only got 13 levels, that's not many levels. So I'm going to hope it's like levels or sections of levels or something. And I'm just going to presume the numbers are just like complete that section. And then the one trophy that's not a numbered one is 35. Well, it is a number one. It's 35.00 like in time though. And the older others are in Roman numerals. So I'm like, well, that must mean beat the game in 35 minutes or less or something like that. So depending on the difficulty and depending on if the levels are easy to do with a guide... That's probably an easy platinum if someone just writes down how to beat all the fucking, um, beat all the puzzles. So that game's out this week. Uh, wait for a trophy guy. No, I suspect an easy puzzle plat for bloody fucking Vita game. Kieran, Hello. where can people find you? People can find me at your boy Ringo or over at twitch.tv slash Explosion Network where I play games as you'll find all of us there. You will. Nicholas, where can people find you? You can find me at Humongous. I mean, I already gave out your Twitter, so you can't rob. Just, just wait for them comments about the, about the, the damn girlfriend. The girlfriend mode. Fucking thing. You can follow me on Twitter at Vivaladil. You can follow the podcast, the whole network, on at Explosion Pod, and don't forget to subscribe to the show and whatever damn service you use. I don't know, you on iTunes, you in like one of these other weird RSS feeds, using one of these damn Android apps. I don't know what you're doing. You watch it on YouTube, probably subscribe to the YouTube channel. If you're on iTunes, go give us an iTunes review. If you're on somewhere else, I don't think other places do reviews, but go to the one of the other places that do do reviews and give one there. <laughs> uh, head to ExposureNetwork.com for all the great shows and enjoy and have a lovely afternoon, morning or tea time, whatever you're doing. Plot plot. Hey, listen. Here. If you haven't heard, the Explosion Network will be streaming for 24 hours and participating in Extra Life on November 4th, raising money for the Sick Kids Centre for Global Child Health. Head on over to explosionnetwork.com slash extra life for all the details on how you can help us, including donating, giving us some ideas for challenges, or games you'd like to see us play. October 27th to 29th, apparently Pac Melbourne's happening, and I'm going to be there with Dylan, Ash, and Jono. 
So feel free to come say hey if you see us on the show floor. Then there's a disturbance in the force. On October 27th, we'll be launching a Star Wars podcast in the lead up to episode 8, The Last Jedi. Of course, our weekly shows will always continue. Pleasure Explosion Mondays, Platinum Explosions on Tuesdays, and Grandstand Gurus Thursdays. All at 12pm, catch our live streams where I like to dwell during the evenings at twitch.tv slash Explosion Network and keep your targets locked on ExplosionNetwork.com for all our explosive content. Hey Shout Nick, out to Bevan. if you will be the knuckles to my Dr. Robotnik, and if you take out Dylan, you can have Toby Ooh. as your reward. But in the lore of Sonic, Knuckles becomes good. So I have to help. T- I have to help. I have to fine. help Dylan as long take as you, you do out. the deed. As long as you do the deed prior, hey, you to- fucked yourself. <laughs> <laughs> as long as you do the deed prior to it. But if Dylan's not there, Dylan's my catalyst to becoming good. 